Okay. So this past week, I decided to go on Instagram and do a little bit of a social experiment or whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what you'd call it. But I basically (laughs) asked people, I went on my story, I asked people what they thought of when they heard the word Christian. I did see that. You saw it? Yeah. Micah, did you see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Because you don't have an Instagram. Dude, so. I saw it. Okay, okay, sure, okay. I'm pretty sure I like, did 10 yeah. answers at least. Oh, yeah, your answer's in here. 10 answers at least. <laughs> 10 answers. All right. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, oh. we uh, I asked people what they thought of when they heard the word Christian, and then I did another story after saying, if you skip that, please go back. I need, like, just the raw, honest responses. Yeah. So um, I'm going to share some of these with you because – Honestly, after reading through the list, first of all, my heart was just like sad. I was, I just felt like, I don't even know. I, yeah, I think I just have to read them for you. Okay. okay. So I'm going to go through, there's a lot. So here we go. This is what people think of when they first hear the word Christian. Judgmental, uh, conservative, judgmental, judgmental. Someone who talks the talk, doesn't walk the walk. Um... Judgmental is like literally all over the place. Um, someone that goes to church and acts different everywhere else. Um, Dang. People who gossip more than anybody else. People that make me feel guilty. Uh, someone who says that things are bad and then goes home and does that exact thing. Um, I mean, it just goes on. Hypocrite, fake, homophobic. Not trustworthy, backstabbers, fakes. Um, it just keeps going on and on. There's literally so many. A lot of it is judgmental, fake, homophobic, prideful. Hmm. I mean, I literally have like 20 screenshots right here. But this is what people think that Christians are like. This is the first impressions that they have of a Christian, of somebody that claims to follow Jesus. And clearly the actions, the attitude is totally different. So... I'm bringing this to you guys because I'm concerned. Like, this should not be the first thing that people think of when they think mm-hmm. of a Christian. Or I guess I'm concerned, too, because, and if as Christians this is what they see us as, then that's probably what they're going to see Jesus as, too. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have a misconception of who Jesus is because they've seen so many people in their life that are fake and that are, like, judgmental and hypocritical. And so... Can we just like talk about it and have a conversation mm-hmm. to say like what's the issue going on here? How do we address it and how do we like, change it from here on out? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's, it's loaded. Just, I think that it's so sad because like I I know that there's been so many times in my own life where I have been like that to people mm-hmm. and where other people have been like that to me, like saying that they love Jesus and yet they act like just like they're probably like the meanest people i know mm-hmm. like christians end up being like the meanest people that i know because they are so quick to like judge or to talk about me when i leave the room and things like that and so like how do you how do you change something when it's like i don't even know i think it's just like human nature to like judge i mean if you think of those like shows like the hoard like the hoarding show or like people with like a billion children like it's almost like they like put that on there like you like compare your life like we just like we get entertainment from like 
judging those people, yeah like from judging people and mm-hmm. so i think that that's like our human nature but as christians we are called to live a life that is set apart that is completely different so if you're acting even worse really than like everyone else like when it comes to like being judgmental or like gossiping or like just the way that you like live your life uh, i don't know like that makes me just so sad because that is nothing like who Jesus is. Mm. And the more that I know Jesus, the more that like I spend time like learning about him, the more I have like the more I realize that I have no pa- like judgment to pass on anyone mm. because I'm right down under like in the worst of the worst because I'm comparing like my life to like his holiness. Mm. So. Yeah, I think that's common sense. If you look at Jesus, if you were to look at Jesus's life and actually dig deep and see what he thought, see what he did, and like desire to apply that, obviously you would start to live a different life. Mm. But I feel so often there's just a bunch of different kinds of Christians in a sense on both sides of the spectrum. One spectrum you have these people that almost had like this one encounter at church or an event or something and they hear about hell and they're like, oh my goodness, that's scary. I don't want to go there. And okay, I'll just say this prayer. I guess I get to be claimed a Christian and really go about their lives doing nothing different. And then there's this other side where it's like, it's almost like this Pharisee kind of vibe where it's like, if you don't look like me, if you don't, you know, if you're not a part of my denomination, if you, if your sin, if I feel your sin's worse than my sin, then I'm somewhat higher than you and i'm gonna just totally cast myself off from you i'm not gonna show you any compassion and it's and then like there's a bunch that fall in between and it's like where are we actually saying okay this is what jesus did that's who we need to display because like you said if we're gonna display this we're ultimately showing people what we think about jesus and that's Mm -hmm. their impression Mm -hmm. um as you know but um for some of you who don't know there is this guy in our church, Kevin, Kevin Grape, uh, he passed away pretty young and uh, what was it, like a seizure or something because he had some kind of diabetes or something like that. But anyways, <laughs> but he had a lot of influence with like um, kids and he started this, what he called the Cool Kevin Club and just was able to have like Bible studies and just really fellowship with these kids. And I, for me personally, a huge inspiration. I didn't know him, but um, just to be mindful of the influence that you have and then like to really take the opportunities God gives you to the max. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so he had a wristband. I, I love to wear him all the time, but it, it had James one twenty two on the side, um, but be doers of the word, not hearers only. And then if you flipped it, it said along the lines of like some, you may be the only Bible some will read. Mm-hmm. And that has stuck with me because it's like, seriously, if people had just one encounter with you and it was the only Christian that they, like, and it was the only possibility of God, like, would they be so attracted to what you live for that they'd be like, oh my goodness, like, this is what it is. Like, that's what it, th- that's what Jesus was. All it took was Jesus to walk by and people were like, oh my goodness, there is something about this guy. And it's like, that's the same kind of draw that we, that we should be having like obviously Mm -hmm. we're not jesus but like man god made a way through his son to be able to like love like him now and live like him but we're if we're not taking time to actually see what that looks like of course we're gonna fall short um so 
this, the word, um, just making a relationship with God is so key. You have to be intentional um, with what you do in your own time and then what you're doing outside and reaching out. And I mean, you just, you take a look at what Jesus did and it's just, it's written all over him. Mm -hmm. So, so if we could like describe who Jesus is to somebody to like rework this whole idea and kind of reintroduce him to people for the first time and be like, no, like set the record straight, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I know people always fail. Like we're, we're humans, we're not going to yeah. be perfect. But at the same time, I think if you call yourself a Christian, we, you need to step up. And I mean, we yeah. can get to that in a, in a minute. But if you were to reintroduce Jesus or tell somebody, no, this is what Jesus is actually like, whether Christians are being a good example of that or not, whether they've shown you that or not, like, what would you say to, to somebody? I was literally thinking while you were talking is that like Jesus was magnetic like people would like meet him on the street or like they would like hear about like what he was saying and they would like instantly they would literally follow him yeah. like he's literally getting on boat he would like literally get on boats to get away from people like to have like yeah. quiet time because people are just like following him everywhere so like the and i think it goes beyond personality because like i'm a lot more extroverted i would say that you are too but you are not you're an introverted person yes <laughs> So like, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but that doesn't mean that you can't reflect Jesus mm -hmm. and be a magnetic person mm -hmm. because people weren't um, attracted to Jesus's personality per se. They were attracted to the love and the compassion that was on the inside. Mm -hmm. Like there was something much deeper than him just being like an extrovert or an introvert or someone who, you know, was like into sports, or like whatever. Like there was nothing about him um, that was like surface level mm. that I would say people were like really attracted to. But you see like that deep rooted love and humility in him. Like he was never too good for someone. And so, like, you see in, I think it's, like, Matthew. Matthew, like, is holding, like, a feast. He's, like, a tax collector, if you don't know. Like, he literally is so hated by his entire group of people, the Jews. He's so entirely hated by them because he's a tax collector. But when Jesus asks him to follow him, he's like, okay, I'm going to leave everything. And then he hosts a dinner for Jesus and other tax collectors. And I remember, like, the Pharisees, who are, like, the religious leaders of the time, they are being so judgmental. They're like, why on earth would Jesus talk to these people? Because Jesus knew that, like, they were in need of a Savior who he was never too good for them. Yeah. He was like, I want to be with these people. I love these people. I love who these people are. And so, like, that compassion and that love and the humility to be with any like person it wasn't like okay like i just i gotta you know like i don't know like jesus was in such a position to judge people and yet he never did mm. yet he still like met every single person with a love that literally was magnetic mm -hmm. that like people just wanted to follow after and to learn more about because i can imagine just like being like who on earth would love me like this who on earth would act like this toward me like and still know what i've done Mm -hmm. like the woman that got caught in adultery with um jesus said whoever yeah. is worthy cast the first stone really setting himself up to be able to cast the first stone but yet he didn't and it's like that's the kind of jesus that is mm -hmm. that is like 
so compassionate and gentle and forgiving and like doesn't look at the outward appearance to base his love on he looks on the inward and he says okay that's a that's a person that my father created that's a person that i died for that's a person that i love so much that i'm going to do anything it takes to have them feel that to have them welcomed Mm -hmm. like he did not he was he just he didn't pass by these people that people just thousands Mm -hmm. of people for for decades just would pass by blind people and deaf people and just he said oh wow see a need fill a need Mm -hmm. that's like oh man he's just so good like i think one of the problems too is like like you brought up the the pharisees and we see that all throughout the the new testament so many christians today are like those pharisees where okay you can quote the bible you can quote you know the torah the first five books of the bible like verbatim like boom 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 but then you see jesus literally show up to earth and they don't even recognize him. They yeah. don't even, like they're yelling at him. They're like saying, dude, what are you doing? Like you're messing up the, you're messing up this, you're messing up this rule and this rule and don't you know the Bible? And he's saying like, I'm literally right in front of you. I'm literally standing before you and I'm doing all these things. And like, I'm showing you that the Messiah is here on the earth and yet you like, hello? Like that's, yeah. and I feel like that's how Christians are even today. Like Jesus, we, you have this opportunity, like you always hear in church, like you have this opportunity to have a relationship with him, but legit, like you literally can, you can either get to know him and and like spend time with him and know who, what he's like. And if you do that, I feel like your actions are just gonna be an exact representation of that because like if I'm being forgiven of all the things that I've done, which I'm a mess, <laughs> like yeah. legit, I'm a mess to think that I mean, how can I walk away from the presence of God knowing that I've been forgiven for so much and then just start judging you? Like, you just can't. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's the problem is so many people can go to church every single Sunday, every single Wednesday. I mean, you can be a pastor's kid, like you can have all the right things. Just kidding, (laughs) just kidding. But like legit, that's that's how we see so many things is like, I'm doing all the right things. I'm a good kid, I'm a goody good, and I'm gonna judge you. Mm-hmm. And those people aren't spending time with God yeah. and just have head knowledge. It it literally doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like So you can either do that and you can go through everything, doing all the good things, saying all the right things, making people think that you're just like this. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Like, I don't go to the bars. I don't do this. I don't do that. Like, that really doesn't matter if you don't even know him. Yeah. Because if you're not spending time with him, you're gonna start going off the other side. You're gonna be judgmental, you're gonna be homophobic, you're gonna be everything that's on this list, a hypocrite, a fake, yeah. because you're acting like you're a Christian, but can you be a Christian and not spend that like much amount of time with him? And yeah. like desire to be in his presence. It reminds me of two passages, one preacher in Matthew, and maybe it's in more of the gospels, but where Jesus is saying, at like the end, people will say like, oh, I did all of this. Yeah. I cast out all these devils. I did all these things for you. And Jesus mm-hmm. is like, bro, I never knew you. Like, yeah. what do you mean? I read that this morning. Yeah. What, then, like, what a terrible oh my gosh, way to go out, to live your uh, whole life doing the right thing. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. It's just, I think the one answer that I like the most is like, you say something's bad, but then you go home and you're the one that yeah. does it. Like. 
That's so true because I've seen that so many times yeah. and and I've been that person. Oh, but yeah, it's like same. when you spend For time sure. with God. It's like something has to change. You cannot leave the presence of God unchanged. I yeah. would argue that if you see that in your life <laughs> I would argue that if you see like judge like being judgmental or like a lot of different things in your life, I would argue that you probably do not know God. Mm-hmm. That you probably do not understand or know who he is i don't care how many times you've read the bible i don't care how many years you've been to church Mm -hmm. what prayers you've said i literally do not care if you are not if you are still living a life like the pharisees or still living um a life as if you never knew jesus then you probably don't know jesus Mm -hmm. because the more that you know about jesus the more of a sinner you're going to understand yourself to be and i think that judgment or like being prideful or all that all comes from like that pridefulness Mm. like the being judgmental i would say it probably comes from pride or insecurity Mm -hmm. and so for the pharisees it was i think both you kind of see it in both of the story like in some of the stories that they have is there was a pride issue where they believed that they were you know the best of the best and so that's why they were judgmental of other people that Jesus was hanging around and then of insecurity of saying like okay like you know those things that you go and do at home like then you're insecure that someone's going to find out so then you go and you judge every other person who's doing that so that you look so then you like so that you look like you're the better person Mm -hmm. And so, like, I've literally been that person of, like, okay, like, I'm insecure. I say, I've seen that so many like, times I've from my own I've been that side. person. I've seen that, like, where you're so insecure about someone finding out your sin mm-hmm. that you're going to go do it and you're going to, like, go point it out in every other person that you see. And so, like, I remember when I was younger, I literally would gossip so much like that was just like what i did like it was like kind of like that social aspect of like okay i'm in a group of people and like they're talking about other people so i'm going to do that and then i remember like god really convicted i was like i do not want to be like that but then because i was like had just you know made the decision like two minutes ago not to do it i like went to people i'm like you really shouldn't gossip like that's not a good thing like you should really stop that's not pleasing to god i literally like stopped it two minutes ago yeah like (laughs) so like even if you are like making decisions to like look more like jesus that isn't like for that isn't like a way for you to like go and judge other people about like where they are and even paul said like i'm the worst of the worst yes like the the most revolutionary dude for the gospel for jesus christ Mm -hmm. is saying like the more i spend time with god like you're kind of mentioning the more i like i am the worst Mm -hmm. and so i feel like that's just like a perfect example like how can you how can you judge how can you be mm-hmm. like i'm really not that bad yeah or like <laughs> you're just how i really like there's like this encounter that jesus has with like the pharisees i forget who he's he's spending time with some uh, like publican or sinner or something and the pharisees are confused like why are you hanging with them and he answers like i didn't come for the righteous i came for the lost mm-hmm. and i see that as like a almost jesus telling us evaluate yourselves rid of your pride and realize i came for everyone like the pharisees their main issue was their pride they didn't realize i'm in his need i'm as much need of a savior as this dude Mm -hmm. 
It's like Jesus came for those that feel like they are like me, that feel like I'm just nothing. And like he says, no, you, you're something with me. Like mm. you can't get there though if you just think you're already something in yourself. It's like you have to realize, okay, I'm not enough in my own self. I need, I'm in need of a savior. Mm. And that, that, I mean, that's humbling. And it's, and it's, I don't like to do it. Honest. I mean, being honest, I don't like to say that I'm wrong. I I don't. And I would totally rather say, oh, he's wrong. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Jesus died for all. He died for you. He died for me. And that's, that's just, that's just it. You're, I need Jesus as much as the dude next to me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why do I just automatically think because maybe I know five more Bible verses than this dude, I can say, oh, well, you're wrong and I'm right. Yeah. I don't need Jesus, man. Man, like, oh, you just, it's its its such a pride issue. Yeah. And it's like, you're ri- just because you maybe claim to be a Christian doesn't mean you're anything greater, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really Jesus who's the great one. So, um. But going back to what you said a little while ago, the second passage, um, I think it's 1 Corinthians 13, where it talks about, you know, if I can do all this stuff, but not love, it's mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. I encourage you to go read 1 Corinthians 13 and see what I'm, it's it's a longer chapter and I can't remember word for word, but man, it really starts to get you thinking like, okay, what am I actually doing with my life? I think I'm doing all this great stuff, but what's God actually think? Mm-hmm. He's probably saying, dude, why are you running around in all these circles causing havoc and like seriously, like making my name look terrible? Yeah. I love, like, let it be known. It's all about making his name like great again, like mm-hmm. making it known to be like true, like who he actually is and not yeah. this like faltered way. Is that even a word? Sure. Faltered, it can faltered be way. Yeah. Faltered <laughs> we really way. just make up words here, okay? <laughs> dude, like this faltered way. <laughs> No, that's a weird. <laughs> but like, just it sounds right. Just, it really like, does. I'm not judging you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not judging you. Hey, man. <laughs> but like, literally, we make God look so doo doo, and it's like, man, doo doo, doo doo. I love it. No, it's true. It is true. It's like we have a. If you're gonna call yourself a Christian, you have a high calling. Like you have yeah. to. Obviously, no one's perfect, but at the same yeah. time, Jesus was perfect, and you're following Him, so you should be a little more. Yeah. It actually says in Matthew, "Be perfect as I am perfect." Yeah, yeah. like you're, like, you're literally called to that, right? And so it just leaves no excuse. Which I mean, I'm talking to myself. I'm okay. I'm going. <laughs> I'm getting a. I'm getting this, and I'm worried now. I don't know what this means. <laughs> it means hurry up. <laughs> Sorry, this, this is our first podcast. Our close. And I guess my closing statement comes from Psalms, context of you know escaping sin mm-hmm. and God being the the hiding place for that. And if we realize that there needs to be a difference in what people see Christians as, and that means literally going to the going to the hiding place getting with Mm -hmm. god and saying okay change me i'm examining myself let me be more like you now that i'm ridding myself of me like literally let just you be like beaming off of me Mm -hmm. and it's like it's only found in the hiding place being holy it's only going to be found through god Mm -hmm. being compassionate it's only going to be found through god Mm -hmm. and it, it 
there's no other way. It's impossible to do it. Obviously, we're failing. So we need to get back to this. I guess my final conclusion or whatever that I would want to say is, number one, if you're watching this or listening to this and you're a Christian, I think it's important for all of us, including us at this table, especially us at this table, Hmm. to check our own lives and to go back to the to the bible and not just not just get head knowledge but to spend time with jesus and to say okay where am i going wrong in my life what can i work on and like am i interacting with people in a judgmental way in a way that's fake or hypocritical or homophobic or whatever it's so sad to me that this is like the response Hmm. And it's not just one or two. It's not a hate comment. It's like, this is legit. And this is so sad. And so I just want to say, like, as Christians, I think that we all need to step up. We all need to, if you're going to call yourself a Christian, then you got to act like it. <laughs> and and I'm talking literally as if I'm talking to a mirror right now. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm saying, like, I need to work on this because this is, like, a flaw in my own life. Um, it's so much easier to like you guys were both saying, point out somebody else so that you look better. Mm. And I've seen that definitely in my own life. And so for Christians, the way that we represent Jesus or the way that we live our lives represents how people are going to see Jesus. And so if we are judgmental, if we were all these things, like we need to stop. We need to take a step back and we need to have a heart change ultimately because this is not how Jesus is. Jesus is the best thing ever. Hmm. He is so forgiving and so kind and so loving and so like compassionate and just, uh, I mean, there's just not enough words to explain like how Hmm. good he is. And I hope that through this, you can see that Jesus is not what, Christians have portrayed. He is not judgmental. He is not Hmm. judging you for the things you did years ago. He's not bringing up your past constantly. Like, remember when you did this? Remember when you, like, you are just like (laughs) a scumbag. Like, he's not like that. But I feel like so many people think that he is. And so I guess I just want to say for Christians, we need to, we need to raise the bar. We need to start acting like Jesus. And if you don't even know what Jesus is like, you can't act like him. And I would also like to say, if you're not a Christian and you're listening to this and you're watching this, I'm sorry, because to represent Jesus in this way is so sad to me. And um, Good. You guys can hold me out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <sighs> Tissue. But legit, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that people have made the gospel like this. And when it's such a good thing. I don't know what else to say. I think enough said. <laughs> like, I feel like that. I can, yeah. I don't know. It's just sad. It's sad that so many people aren't welcomed in church and so many people are pushed aside and so many groups of people. Mm. Like, that's, that's not Jesus. That's not the gospel. Mm. And, um, man, 
I, I, I don't know what else to say right now except for <laughs> I'm just sorry. That's yeah. just a terrible representation. I yeah, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I have nothing to say except I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry if I've like if people yeah. are watching this and you're like, oh well, that person at the table has said yeah. this about me or this to me. Like I'm so sorry, and I think that as a Christian, if you find yourself in a place where you have been like that, mm-hmm. there no one's gonna be upset with you for apologizing. Mm-hmm. That shows Jesus more is the humility to be able to say that I'm sorry. So like if you're if you're a Christian you like find yourself like okay like I have been judgmental. I have like hurt people's reputations through the things that I've said about them or the things that I've done or I've been um fake or homophobic or any of these things prideful. Like there is nothing wrong with apologizing mm-hmm. even if you have been like that. And going to that person saying, like, I'm so sorry that I've acted like this because that is not who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And you can even use that as an opportunity to be like, this is actually who Jesus is. Because he's nothing like how I just acted or how I have acted. He is so much kinder and better. And he is just, like, full of compassion and love um, toward us. And so I, I don't have anything to say, but <laughs> I just, I just think that the, I'm like learning so much about who Jesus is and I'm just realizing like how much kinder and compassionate he is that I never even like understood mm. or knew. And yeah. so like all I want is to reflect that and I can't do it on my own. I have to constantly ask Jesus, can you please give me a thankful heart? Can you please um, change the words in my mouth (laughs) so that they are kinder toward the people that I'm talking to? Like, I want to reflect you in a way that shows people your character and your kindness. One of the coolest things is, sorry, I know that I already did my conclusion, but... um, (laughs) One of the coolest things is like Jesus like wants that. He's like mm-hmm. multiple verses say, just cry out to me. Just ask me for help. Like I want to hold your hand. I want obviously my name to be known and I've given it the opportunity through you. So just ask me for my help. Like like there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Like and it is fun. That's another pride um, issue where you got to find a I, I I need help. I need help. And what what a better world it would be if it was actually filled with little Christ that were like Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about unified and just love. Like that's what I want to see. Like I look and there's just so much division. And it's like, man, Jesus is probably like yearning. Do something. Do something. I've given all of the answers. I've given you every single thing. I came and died for you to be able to have a relationship with me. Do something. And it's like, man, what am I doing with my life sometimes? Like, do I not actually, obviously I see, but do I actually care? It's like, how many people am I going to keep passing by? Mm -hmm. I've told you guys about what I see as sort of like this life 
it's like a bunch it's like this whole just streak of wells on both sides and like our whole life is just this whole path and we have opportunities to our left and our right to reach out to these people that need help at the wells and it's like no i don't want to help i gotta i gotta fill myself up and sometimes there's going to be wells where there's nobody there and you're like okay let me gobble up whatever i need to keep going and you just you keep me going you think you're doing good and then you get to the end and and it's heaven and god's like bro where is everyone else where where was that person that you were supposed to help where is that person that you're supposed to just lift up and tell them you're okay you you, you got another day to do this get back up we can do this together mm-hmm. like where are those people that i specifically put on your path to actually show me like where are they mm-hmm. and now you can't do anything mm-hmm. i don't want to show up to heaven empty with nobody behind me i want so many people behind me where it's like whoa 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 we're flooding in mm-hmm. like get us all in there and it's like we need to be intentional in realizing we are we are the people that need to bring jesus and his love mm-hmm. and if it's if we're not going to do it nobody's ever going to be met like it's mm-hmm. it literally is us like and and it's not a burden but it is a weight where it's like okay it, it, it needs to be taken seriously and you need to realize okay how i live my life like like in cool Kevin club like maybe the only bible some may read and it's like integrity and all of these things and all right i better shut up but <laughs> but literally it's yeah it's it needs to be taken seriously and and i i third everything with saying i'm sorry and like grace like i definitely probably have let a bunch of you guys down and it's like i'm really sorry that i didn't take my walk with christ seriously that i abused his grace and his mercy and said Mm -hmm. oh you don't deserve it or like i'm this i put on this facade of i'm perfect and i'm so sorry and uh it starts now though we got to start rebuilding back up trust we got to start rebuilding back up people where it's like okay we're, we're on a mission now and we're gonna actually gonna start going and that's per, that's and i probably can speak for you and let it be known is here to actually start to make a difference and we want to see a difference and we're we realize jesus has given us every blessed opportunity his grace and his mercy is so great for us broken people to just mm-hmm. simply say hey look what god did for me he can do it for you um so so if you're watching this or you're listening to this I think we just want to say, like, again, sorry that if we have personally or, well, we know we have personally, but uh, we're just sorry for misrepresenting Jesus. And he's so much greater. He's so much better than even we can imagine. And we're never even going to scratch the surface, really. Uh, but we we want to make a difference. We want to be the change. That's what, like Micah said, let it be known is all about. We want to make the name of Jesus known and the characteristics of Jesus known so that you can know what he's like. And you can realize that Christians, they're so far from it. And (laughs) these words are so far from who Jesus actually is, that he loves you so unconditionally and cares for you so much he doesn't care about your past. He doesn't care about your family situations, your friends' situations, what your sexual identity is. The list goes on and on. He does. It's that's he Crazy. wants you. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to show you how much he loves you. He wants to show you how much he cares. How he answers your prayers when you call out to him. That he, that like the God of the universe, holy and perfect, would listen to me. Would listen to you. 
it's incredible. And so he's here and he has been misrepresented, but still his character remains the same. Mm. And he is faithful <laughs> and so constant in my life. And I've, I've been the biggest mess up I think ever, but yet God literally has shown his grace and his mercy to me. How can I not share that with you? So we love you. We're glad you're listening to this. And um, man, Jesus is the best. (laughs) So good.